Hello everyone and welcome to The Rundown. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. Hey, uh, welcome to The Rundown, just as my co-host there said. Uh, my name is Mike Borski, coming to you live from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most from the co-host with the most. Here on The Rundown, we are back on this special Tuesday. Yes, that would be Taco Tuesday. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos, no need to ask why. Just open your mouth and close your eyes. It's raining tacos. Yes, Oops, yes, sorry. yes, yes, folks. It is Taco Tuesday. Uh, Taco I, I just got one question Tuesday. for you guys. Did did you miss us? <laughs> uh, you, you know, Craig. Uh, let's tell the folks what happened. You know, we we had planned to uh, to broadcast while you were on vacation, yes. and then you realized you were in a third world country and couldn't get connectivity, uh, and uh, so we had to we went without. And I had I had a moral dilemma here, and. Um, you know, do I do the show without you? And I thought, uh, hell, if I was Regis and Kathy Lee was sick, I'd kick her to the curb and take the week off. So that's what I did. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, Mike, I got to tell you, it was uh, it was a phenomenal weekend. It was definitely a, a week to recharge. Although, once again, being in the third world country, you, you take our high speed, you know, internet for granted until you try and do what you do, do what we do. Uh, on a three G connection, <laughs> yeah, three G. What are we from uh, Venezuela? Come on, <laughs> no, that would be Fiji. <laughs> Fiji on a yes. Fiji connection. Yes, yeah, the yeah, Fiji. So. I got that. We got Listen, the Fiji I, connection. But anyway, good time was had. Uh, we're back yep. and uh, we're ready to rock and roll and have a good time. Got to admit, I miss talking the news. Uh, first of all, doing this show by yourself, at least by myself, is never is nowhere near as fun because I don't have anyone to like to commiserate with, shall we say? Listen, uh, he may not have had 3G connection there, but he had enough internet speed to send me topless photos every day. And Craig was the only one in the photos. <laughs> I was in the beach, and I was not I sending started... him topless photos every day. Yeah, you were, and I sent them to other friends of ours that we know in the LGBT community, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Rate my no, friend, I call no, it. Hey, my friend. Hey, no, no wonder I, like, doubled in Twitter followers. <laughs> You did, you did, you did. yep, yep. Fabulous! <laughs> Fabulous! Oh my God! <laughs> anyway, folks, hey, however you are paying attention to the program, please make sure, like, share, subscribe. Like, share, subscribe, encourage your friends to do the same. Let them know. They can watch us on Facebook. We're on YouTube. You can find us on OpsLens. You can watch us on Spotify. You can also listen wherever you get your podcast. But whatever you do, do it, and once again, encourage your friends to do the same. Do the same. All right, do let's it. get into, let's go ahead and jump into uh, today's stories. 
it's been, it, I tell you what, it's been interesting being somewhere else in a third world country and then following the news and not talking necessarily about it uh, with the public. Uh, but this first one I wanted to make sure to touch on because it seems to be a thing now. Uh, while Dem well, well, we'll talk a little bit about Democrats losing their minds over, over gun rights. But right now what we're dealing with is good guys who are actually standing up and putting up a fight against these criminals. Uh, the first story that I wanted to hit on was uh, the shooting, uh, the, the, I, don't, I don't want to call it a mass shooting, but the mass casualty event that involved firearms that took place in Indiana. Uh, you guys all know about this. There was a guy, there was someone who decided he was going to, first of all, he took his laptop, he put it in the oven, put some butane in there, and blew that puppy up, uh, I guess because he didn't want people to know what he was plotting or planning or whatever. I don't know why he decided to do that. But then he decided to go to a mall and start shooting people. Uh, and uh, needless to say, uh, Indiana, as you may or may not know, has constitutional carry. So there was an individual who was at the mall, a 22-year-old young man with a gun. And, uh, well, let's just say uh, before it could become a mass, ca considered a quote-unquote mass casualty event, this individual took out the, the guy with the rifle. Yeah, let's, let's make sure you understand what he had. He had two rifles. He had a handgun and more than 100 rounds of ammunition, according to police. Um, he fired 24 rounds from one of the rifles before, uh, the good Samaritan, like you said, 22 year old with his own pistol came around the corner or according to the police chief used proficient and sound tactics to dispatch the bad guy with, uh, anything. I think he's put 10 rounds into him, um, put the guy down and was like, I bet you he did the whole <laughs> back into the holster. <laughs> At least that's how I like to think he did it. <laughs> well, what's funny is, though, is they're trying to... Some people are trying to... First of all, they're trying to dismiss the whole idea of a good guy with a gun. Like, this is something that never happens. Uh, which you and right, I both right. know that most of the time when a good guy a good good guy has a gun in a situation, most times they never even have to fire it. Right? So they don't count that, they don't count that as a good guy with a gun scenario. But then they also want to come down on this guy because, well, the, the mall had a sign that said no guns. And... The funny part is, is no one's talking about there. Everyone's like, well, he should have done that. He broke the, where he broke the law. But Mike, at the same time, nobody's saying anything about the shooter who came in with once again, two rifles and a hundred rounds of ammo. Evidently the yep. sign didn't stop him either. No, it did not. Uh, you know, and, and a good thing it didn't, you know, and, and I'm not sure what, if the signs in uh, Indiana have the weight of law or not, but, uh, you know, thank, uh, thank, uh, you know, listen, there's a lot of people out there thanking this guy for uh, ignoring that sign and bringing his firearm in. Uh, again, I'm going to, I'd have to see, Craig, I don't know if it means no, if there's signs or no open carry, no, no concealed carry, no concealed carry without a license. There's a whole, there's a whole bunch of reasons that the, these signs mm -hmm. might be there that we've learned from uh, different laws with different states. So, so I have to take a look at that, but, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I'm going to get, I'm going to guess that it's the same as it is in most states where, if it's posted and you are carrying, you can be you will be asked to leave, and if you do not leave, you'll be guilty of trespassing. That's how it is in most states who have those signs. Yeah, it's again each state each state's different. I don't want to make any assumptions, yeah. but um, I got into a conversation yesterday with uh, somebody that said uh, they were talking about the Uvalde Police Department because that uh, you know uh, uh, a little initial finding came out yesterday, finding gross negligence amongst every police agency involved, and they said. Well, there goes the NRA's theory about a good guy with a gun. Uh, and I want to be very clear that the NRA was never, ever referring to the police when no. they were talking about a good guy with a gun. This 22-year-old gentleman is what they were talking about 
when right. you're talking about a good guy with a gun. Well, exactly, because ultimately uh, the good guy, the good guy with a gun, is an individual, uh, a citizen who is uh, who is willing and able to defend himself and others. Yeah. If these citizen folks, if, if you got a gun and you're not willing to defend yourself or others, you're not a good guy with a gun. No. <laughs> nope. And this guy was, and it sounds like this guy moved to the sound of gunfire. He didn't just stand by. Yes. And and listen, that's all that. You know, your self-defense should be, right? You have your right. firearm. You protect you and your family. If this guy evidently... Uh, we'll find out. I bet you this guy either has some kind of legit training before or is making his way towards moving into a government agency, that kind of thing, you know, whether military, yeah. police. We'll find out. Um, but he actually went towards the sound of gunfire uh, from what reports are saying. Well, but you know, I, the thing is, is that even... What's what, what's funny is, is that this is not the only guy who is actually uh, defending himself. Now, unfortunately, who actually is... Stepping up and defending himself. Yeah. And you got this guy over right. here in New York, the bodega owner uh, or, yes. or the bodega worker who, who basically was attacked by uh, a customer's boyfriend or was attacked and uh, basically took out a, 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 a basically wound up stabbing the guy who was assaulting him. And the, the, now here's the thing. Here's what happens in a place when you're, you know, when you're outside of America and you're in a place like New York or California, what happens is you defend yourself and you wind up getting charged with murder. Yeah, this uh, this guy was uh, in a booth inside the bodega. For those that are not familiar with New York or never watched a New York TV cop show, uh, bodega is, is like a, a mom and pop owned convenience store, and they're on every corner. Um, uh, you know, and, and it's got a Spanish name because that's where they got started with Spanish ownership. Now it could be anybody that owns these bodegas or, or works in the bodegas. Uh, the guy has a little booth. He's in a little booth, maybe five feet by five feet, uh, you know, and he's doing his job. And uh, there's an argument ensues. And uh, this woman grabs this crazy dude. And the crazy dude breaks into the the office there, the you know, the, or the uh, the little compartment for the bodega. Uh, and, uh, and and the guy is 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 going nuts right and 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 i, I guess craig he's he's beating this guy uh to the point where uh he's about to you know lose it and go out uh and and the bodega guy takes the knife from out from under the counter and just goes stabby 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 uh and now remember the guy's inside his own booth this guy has come in the booth to attack him this old man is doing this ah, help me uh and about to you know who knows what happens to him he's about to go out and uh, and so he grabs the knife and goes stabby stabby. The guy gets cut a couple of places uh, uh, that were rather efficient in the bleeding out process, and the, the bad guy ends up uh, dying. Uh, the mayor uh, comes out and says, "Remember, he's he's his Eric Adams, the recently elected mayor there, former police captain, uh, and, and he's been tough on crime and trying to be tough on crime." Praises this guy. Uh, the police department they have to stand fast because if they do, they promote vigilantism, and I understand that. Uh, they didn't. They didn't support either way or deny, but they did not make an arrest. Um, but then the district attorney's office got a hold of it and said, "No, we're charging him with murder for self-defense." All right, check check this out. Now, this is. I'm going to show you this. This is what they call they. So the, the what the guy wound up saying is that they were equal combatants, right? So in other words, the guy was. That's what the district attorney said. That's right, what the saying they're equal said, combatants, yeah. right? And the, because they were arguing, yeah. because they were arguing with each other. So you look at this video here. So this is the guy that he's arguing with, right? Yep. Now, That's does that look like an there. equal combatant? He's, he's, look, he comes into the booth with him. Right. He comes into he the comes booth into with the him. Into the booth. Yep, yep. 
and then shoves the guy. I'm sorry, but no, you you attacked him. Dude was a dude was clearly attacked. And then they're trying to say, so they're saying basically, oh, well, they're mutual combats. No, 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 no. You don't get to attack somebody and not expect, especially dude was bigger than him, younger than him. And evidently this was a guy who was known to, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, haunt this store. This was not the first time uh, he had come down on this guy. And evidently this guy just wasn't putting up with this crap. Yeah, and again, listen, this wasn't like, he chased him out into the store. Okay, right. this guy came into the booth, right, uh, and was pushing this old man around. Uh, and and it is, it's it's ridiculous to think. And I'm just checking right now as we're doing the story here on the, on uh, Tuesday afternoon. I want to make sure there there's been any retractions uh, as we're as we're live. And it still appears as though the district attorney is charging him yeah. with murder. Yeah. No, that that falls under f around and find out. Yeah, that's right. That's right. St. Kyle of Kenosha would have done the same thing. St. Kyle of Kenosha, F around and find out. F around and find out. I'm just like, you know, but but there used to be a time when, you know, there were consequences for doing stuff like that. Like, don't. Just don't. I tell you what, how about you want to argue with somebody? Go ahead and argue and then move on. Don't go attacking people. Yeah. But because here's the thing. Ultimately, what it's going to come down to is, and the thing is, what makes us bad is, what makes us even worse, Mike, is what they're telling people is, number one, we're not going to defend you. If you are attacked, you are on your own. And, by the way, uh, if you wind up uh, taking out your attacker, you're probably going to go to jail. And that's what places like New York are now yeah. telling people. Well, and this is similar to... Um... If you remember Bernard Getz, depending on how old you are, Bernard Getz in the in the eighties in New York City uh, was attacked on the subway by uh, I think it was a group of four Utes, and uh, they were armed with sharpened screwdrivers, right? Uh-huh. And Bernard pulled out his uh, his, his snub nose and I think killed one, paralyzed one, uh, if I recall, and uh, he went to jury, went to trial, uh, and and the New York City found him uh, uh, guilty of illegal possession of a firearm. And I think he did one year time, but mm. uh, the self-defense charge stood, even though he used an illegally carried firearm and they gave him one year for carrying the firearm. Yeah. Well, it, here's the thing. Ultimately, and, what it and what I, to the reason I bring that up, yeah. the reason I bring that up, Craig, is because it, it made, it dropped crime on the subways a lot, even though he went to jail for one year. So maybe this even with the state attorney there, district attorney pressing charges, will still have the effect to let people know, uh, hey, listen, the police at least and the mayor's office are on your team. So Mm -hmm. uh, they're trending towards cleaning up crime. Uh, I think this is 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 a a decent start, you know? I I will tell you, so you know, right now California is, I think they they just passed a law where where, uh, it will allow uh, individual citizens to sue to sue firearms retailers or manufacturers when there's a shooting, right? And I was like, yeah. you know, maybe what we ought to do is pass a law that will allow individuals to sue politicians who pass laws that allow violent criminals back out on the streets. You get attacked. Oh, we could, Greg, except those politicians have complete immunity and they're 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 shielded well, from Well, that's it. what I'm saying. All it would take is a law to remove that. That's right. <laughs> all it would take I, And I'm all, with you. All it would I, take is I a law. I believe that 
all politicians should be subject politicians and judges should be subject to qualified immunity the same way that police officers are yep. as long as you don't break the law or violate the constitution then you don't have to worry about anything well but you know mike and that 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 feeds into our next story when you start talking about uh democrats and basically their 2a syndrome they are going out of their way to pass laws uh that they know will not pass constitutional muster uh, but they know that the system is so frigging is they know that the system is going to be so bad that uh, the courts are so bad that it's going to take forever for people to be able uh, to actually have their day in court and have some of these things addressed. And, and this was an opinion piece at the Hill where it's talking about Democrats' uh, Second Amendment syndrome where they're plotting the next big fight over gun rights, where basically what they are attempting to do is to create, to basically make every place a sensitive place. Thus, you will not be able to carry a firearm. You can get a license to carry but you're not going to be able to carry it anywhere. I mean, they're losing their minds trying to create uh, past laws. Like I said, there was the, there's the insurance law. There's, I'm sure, a bunch of laws that are going to be coming that are going to make it cost prohibitive oh, yeah. to be able uh, to get a concealed carry permit. And they're going to go out of their way to make villains out of gun owners. Well, and that's what they're trying to do. That's why it's called the Syndrome Plan. If you remember Syndrome from The Incredibles... Uh, he tried to turn everything into bad and turn everybody into a superhero. That way, it was he was syndrome controlling the outcome, uh, and and that's what they're trying to do there now is turn everybody into the bad guy with a firearm by making them all violators for carrying where the justices said they could. But New York State law, brand new New York State law, since the uh, since the ruling, they said no, we don't think you can carry there. So their way to win is to make every place an illegal place to carry a firearm. Right. And once again, we already know because the language is already written into the opinion that you cannot make every place a, a, uh, a sensitive place. But yep. once again, that's what they're going to do. And they, they want to make it just even like sidewalks. But they, trust me, the New York law that just passed is not going to pass legal muster. And I'm, what I'm hoping is they can get some sort of an expedited review since, uh, since yeah. literally it just came out. I mean, the decision just came yeah. out. Yep. Hopefully so. Hopefully so. But and, it is, uh, it and is on the next uh, the next story as well. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. So this one here, I'll just pop this one up here real quick. So imagine this. Imagine you had to well, first of all, we have this thing called we have this funny thing called the uh, freedom of speech, right? Where you, you know, you, you kind of get to speak your mind uh, and say what you want as long once again as long as you're not threatening anybody or you're not liable, but but here's the point. Even if you do that, even if you say something that is threatening or if you say something that uh uh you lie on somebody else or, or libelous or something like that there are laws in place that 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 will punish you and you get in trouble if you violate that if you violate that if you if you abuse your fundamental right but you don't lose the right you just get you just are held accountable if you abuse it well in new york they want gun applicants now if you're going to apply to get a, a to to get a firearm let alone get a concealed carry permit you're going to have to submit your social media accounts for review. So they want to be able to go through your social media. And, uh, and, and my question is, Mike, what exactly are they looking for? Um, are, are they trying to find out if you have shared any abusive cat videos? Uh, maybe, they're, maybe they're concerned that you might be taking uh, inappropriate pictures of your food. Uh, I, I don't know. What exactly do you think they're looking for? 
Oh, they're looking for one word, the word Trump. They are looking they are looking for one reference to the GOP. They're looking at one reference to SCOTUS to prove that you are a, a, a white nationalist racist and should not have a firearm. Well, because, you know, we're, all of us who are gun owners are white nationalist racists. In case yes, you didn't well, know. You know. 90% of us, you know, right? I guess whatever they're trying to say. Uh, and we know that the number's, uh, you know, false. We know that uh, uh, minority ownership is, is is up to the point where, you know, you're, you're looking at uh, uh, equal numbers across the board now. It's not uh, it's not, it's not, not swaying one way or the other. It's reflected in the uh, uh, the population of the United States is, is uh, what the gun owners are. Right. It is much, much more reflective now. And, uh, well, the thing is, is you're right, though. What they're looking for, and the worst part is, is that think of words that they consider to be trigger words. Words like Second Amendment or Patriot, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. having the Gadsden flag on your... Right. Having the Gadsden flag <laughs> posted right. yeah. in a picture. I mean, these are all things that they are yeah. deemed... Oh, showing an interest in firearms. These are all right. things that Drug they consider to be triggers yeah. or potentially yeah. dangerous. So, in other words... You want to buy a gun, uh, and you've demonstrated in- interest in the Second Amendment or firearms, uh, then you are a potential threat in their minds. You are disqualified. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how they think they're going to pull that off. Like I said, uh, like you said previously, that needs a quick review and an injunction put against it. Yes, and once again, I think when you have people who are doing stuff like this, like she, are, they've already said, people have said, well. Are the numbers on your side? They've asked her on some of these laws. Are the numbers on your side? She's like, I don't need the numbers. I don't need the numbers to save lives. In other words, the facts don't matter. And that's their attitude. They believe that this will, that that, that, that taking people's rights will save lives, then they will take their rights. And uh, folks, understand that is the mindset of the socialist left. Their attitude is, People, you sheeple out there, you are not smart enough to make decisions for yourself. They, the elite, the intellectual academic elite on the left, they are the only ones smart enough to make decisions for you. And so therefore, they will protect you from yourself. Which is odd because these are the same people, by the way, Mike, who believe in like Darwinism and survival of the fittest, right? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. look, yeah. you got to let these folks thin the herd. <laughs> Yep. If they're not, if yeah, you are exactly not bright, right, yeah. if, I hate to say this, but th- that's that's one of the problems is is that you have too many uh, uh, stupid people re- reproducing. Yeah, you know, take I had to the, change uh, my word real quick because I didn't want to use the R word. You know, t- take the uh, the warning labels off of the hair dryers and things like that. You know, or you know, how about this? How about the warning label on Tide Pods not to eat them? Yes, do not eat more than one at a time. Right. I swear that was a whole generation of folks who were basically uh, recognizing that they weren't up to snuff, and it was. Yeah, they're going to win an election, yeah, but they were eating Tide Pods two years ago. <laughs> they were eating Tide Pods. <laughs> oh, wait! But talk about uh, talk about uh, getting into the uh, getting into or controlling the talk about the next generation. There's a big move afoot right now amongst Republicans, and it has to do with school boards. Uh, Governor DeSantis actually was speaking to a group of mothers. They're called Moms uh, Moms for Liberty. And he was talking about his efforts to impact school board races. And he's basically talking about, you guys have all seen this. You've seen whether it was school districts who basically ignored the science and kept kids home uh, in places like California. 
uh, or you have some school districts that are teaching things to our children, whether it be uh, sex education and teaching them how to do things like masturbate or how to enjoy solo sex, stuff like that. Or teaching that to kids as young as like the first grade. Or then there's the whole, you know, teaching all your children, teaching kids that uh, if you're white, uh, you are a racist and you are an oppressor. And if you are black, you are oppressed. Uh, all of these things are being taught in some schools in one way or another. Uh, and, uh, well, Ron DeSantis is saying, no, 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 you shall not be doing that. And, you know, I, I, I got to say, Mike, the thing that gets me about this is, now, you know me, I sit on a school board. I've been on a school board now going on 18, almost 18 years. And for year, for decades, I will say that I've been saying Republicans need to be more involved in education, that we've handed our educational institutions over to the, yep. over, over to the, the enemy or the left. And uh, then we wonder why public schools have gotten so bad. So finally, the Republican Party is actually stepping up and uh, paying attention to it. Yeah, it's wonderful because he's talked to these group of teachers and included a, a major number of... Of, of school board uh, members or people in, interested in running for school boards uh, that uh, talked about requirements needed and beliefs needed and values needed to be on the school board. He's uh, He is attempting to turn the tide here in Florida because we did have a couple of jurisdictions that school board members were, were extremely liberal uh, and the governor was out there letting people know how important these positions are. And uh, if you can't beat them, then you should join the race and beat them that way. Right, because the big push has always been, oh, well, get your kids out of public school, get your kids out of public school. And, you know, the problem is this, is that once again, like I said, we as Republicans had abandoned public schools in terms of we're not running for, we weren't, aren't largely running for and sitting on school boards. And so the problem is, is that is that even if we take our kids out and we homeschool our kids, guess what? Right. There's a you whole bunch of kids, kids out there, those that are going to be interacting with our children, those who are going to yeah. be the majority of the next generation coming up, they're still going to be in public schools. So if we don't do something to impact society, and, and I, I, academia, entertainment, politics, and, and church, those are the thing, those are the organizations or the entities or the places where society is influenced. Rather yeah. than run from those... We need to be engaged in those, right? We need to be working to try and control what is coming out of there. Now, the other thing I'm going to tell you is, it's, as a school board member is this. It ain't rocket science, and 99% of the decisions you make are not going to be right or left. They're simply going to be right or wrong, but it takes time, energy, and effort. Put in the work. If you're going to run, learn, learn, learn what your job is as a school board member. Learn what it go. is. It ain't rocket science, but it, it, it's real easy to start uh, to get confused as to exactly what your job is. You're not the teacher. You're not the principal. Your job is to set policy. Yeah. And when you set those policies, then to hold staff accountable uh, for implementing those policies. That's how you do it. Yeah. That's Some people you want to you to micromanage. Policies. No, 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 no need to micromanage. Nope, Do, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, understand the policies, and uh, but anyway, so I'm I'm a big believer in being involved once again in school boards, in schools, in education. But even this, how about this? How about starting with this? How about taking the time to attend your child's school board meeting? Right. Yeah. He's talking about you, folks. He's talking about yeah. you and all of our other friends out there. Yeah. If you've yeah. never been yeah. to a school board meeting, how about going to one? 
If you're not, yeah. we have these things that are like our parent groups. Sometimes you have you have PTAs or you have what's called school yep. site councils. Uh, how about you attend some of those, right? How about you actually go to back to school night, right? To, Get yeah, engaged. To, you don't have to meetings. run for school board because I'll tell you yeah. how a lot of people have learned about some of the stuff that's going on. That was the one the one thing that came out of COVID was with people on Zoom watching their kids at, at school. All of a sudden, they're like, "Wait a minute." What is this madness that you are teaching my children? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's 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 ridiculous to see what's going on. And if you don't get involved, that's when they're going to come home with stuff like, uh, "Mommy, men can have babies," and you're like, "What the hell is going on?" You know, that and that's exactly. where we are. You know, you know, <laughs> mommy, mommy, I now have pronouns. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Take your pronouns in your room and clean it. All right. Wait. Well, hey. Let's move on to our parting shot. Now, in the spirit yep. of uh, uh, in the spirit of uh, uh, well of our of our first few stories, we're talking about the Second Amendment. Uh, th- this was I, this was so we're gonna do a mic in reverse order of of how you sent them to me because I think that the transition kind of flows a little bit better. Yeah. So here's the first yeah. one. Uh, wish we wish we had more gun control. This is a guy talking to a genie. The genie says, "Done." Poof. Wait, what? Uh, how did I get? How did I get shot? Because criminals don't care about gun control, and neither should you. Stay strapped or get clapped. <laughs> so the genie shot him. I love it. <laughs> yes, the genie shot him. But that's the I truth. Want more gun control. Okay. Boom. <laughs> Trying to explain to people that gun control only limits only limits uh, law-abiding citizens. I don't that's understand right. why that is such a hard concept for the left to get. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely right. right. Absolutely. Now this last, this next one is a bit of a throwback, but I think that uh, it speaks <laughs> to as, a, as we have an upcoming election uh, and we're going to eventually have an upcoming presidential election. Uh, this one just makes sense. Uh, it, uh, it's uh, got Vladimir Putin on there. It's got the pooter. Uh, and then the saying, don't let Russia interfere in 2020. So it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a uh, throwback, uh, but then it says hashtag demand voter ID. Right? Maybe that'll <laughs> stop the problem. Right. If well, you don't want the Russians involved in the election, voter demand voter ID. How about that? You know what? The, do you know what the whole basis of the argument is for voter ID, Craig? Against voter ID. I know you know this. Yes. It's racist. Racist. It's it's, racist. Yeah, voter IDs are racist because black people can't get IDs. You you do know that, right? But they're too poor and dumb to go find the the, the ID office. That that's pretty much what Democrats believe. They believe that that, that yeah. black people are now they black people are they can get IDs so that they can you know rent cars, get credit cards, they think so that they can drive, uh, so that they can purchase uh, alcohol, right, and all that. They got no problem getting IDs for that. But for some reason, that elusive ID that you need to vote, yeah, they can't get that. Yeah, they can't find it. Yeah, right. But this is what happens, just, though. Just you're you're being manipulated, folks. You're being manipulated. <laughs> kind of like you know how your how your grandfather will attempt to manipulate you. <laughs> you want to read this one? Oh, 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 all right. There's here's three pictures of Joe Biden. Um, uh, I don't know if that's his. Is that his daughter? I think that's his daughter. His I think that's his granddaughter. His granddaughter. Is that his granddaughter? Yeah. That is his granddaughter. It is his granddaughter. 
and he is on stage slipping her tongue. You <laughs> just three different times here, and it's so disgusting. And you, it, it says, if your grandfather kisses you like this, you should call the police. <laughs> All right, because he is. Ooh, ooh. I, you know what? I wouldn't even kiss her now. I mean, granted that she's above age and wanted to kiss me. I'm not like. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna run over there and be like, ah, kiss me. Not like he did, you know. Right. Well, I, I, I have to confess, I do. My, my grandbaby is three years old, and she comes, and yes, I kiss my little grandbaby on the lips. So, not like that. Well, <laughs> he's on stage with his hand on her butt, you know, bending her back by the neck, sticking his tongue down her throat. <laughs> okay, that's a bit of hyperbole, but yeah, the point is, is he's creepy, Joe. His own son referred to him as a as a pedo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm Dad I'm sorry, pedo. but everybody in his family knows he's yeah. creepy. He's he's creepy Uncle Joe, and uh, now he's creepy, creepy President Joe. Um, yeah. yeah. But folks, hey, Democrats, Democrats, he's the one you chose. He's the guy you chose. Just know, and and just to be to be clear, it is official. He is officially the worst president ever ever or at least since they've been measuring <laughs> been measuring you know popularity of presidents he is officially the worst the average and in the terms of they do the 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 the, the poll of polls yep. the average poll has him at 38 percent uh approval 38 percent. that's the average that means that there are some that are higher it means that there are some that are lower. I think there's one that's as low as 33%, 32%. I heard uh, from the other day, one of the listeners uh, reached out to me and said, have you seen this? One of the uh, former prominent trainers who has uh, suffers from Trump derangement syndrome uh, talking about how, uh, how Trump is the worst president ever uh, and that Nixon is rated higher than him and that uh, Sleepy Joe is going to save us all. So. Yes, we we know who this firearm trainer is, and he shall he shall go unmentioned, it, unnamed. Uh, it's it's amazing though. Do you know, there's still people out there that two years after the man's left office are still suffering from full blown Trump Trump derangement syndrome. Can't, well, can't stand it. Can't stand yes, it. people like uh, CNN, MSNBC, yeah, yeah, <laughs> ABC, yeah, yeah. Uh, Associated Press, New York Times, L.A. Yeah. Times. Um, yeah, yeah, all of them. And what's fun, what's what's even funnier about some of them is that now they're reporting on stuff that we as Republicans have been pointing out for a long time, and they're pointing it out as if they had nothing to yep. do with these people getting in power. What us? Oh, right. Never I'm like happened. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The the media, the propaganda wing of the Democratic Party, otherwise known as the legacy media. There you go. There you go. Anyway, Mike, it's about that time right. to give a shout out to our sponsors. Yeah, let's say hi to our good friends at uh, uscombatgear.com, to uh, Gorilla Machining, Grid Defense, and, of course, the California Republican Assembly. Folks, all of these organizations, all of these entities, the links to them are in the description to this video. Please take a moment, check them out. If you like what you see, kick them down a little cash and make sure you tell them that the guys over at the Rundown sent you. With that, we're going to go ahead and call it a day. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate you liking and sharing the program and encouraging your friends to do the same. See you Who's back out? here.